This episode of this Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey is brought to you by Energy Healer Jean Borders' Personal Powerful Transformation Program. Know you're leaving money on the table, but can't figure out how to bring it in? Need to double your productivity and profitability? Need an extra push to get things moving in the right direction? Visit www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com slash transformation now and apply for a business consultation with Jean. Welcome to the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey, where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Prepare to feel a sense of relief and empowerment as we get rid of the baggage you've been carrying that's held up your business success up until now. Be sure to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, lean in, get comfortable, and prepare to take off. Hello, everyone. This is Jean Border. I am your host for the Focus Practical Dreamers Journey podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you today, and I have a special guest. This is Victoria Savage. Um, she is known for her her work with the soul. Solarpower.net is her website. Victoria was a nurse for decades. And now she's moved from nursing into the energy world. Hello, Victoria. How are you? Nice to have you here. Hello, Jean. I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. It's really an exciting thing. Cool. So talk to me about how you moved from nursing into energy work. Well, it really started long before I became a nurse and I went to Oral Roberts University many years ago. Oh, cool. His whole focus was body, mind, spirit. And I got it, but I didn't really get it until... Oh, 12 years ago, for whatever reason, it came to me, quantum energy. And I started my business 12 years ago as case management, RN for many years, and um, still still an RN. I just don't practice traditional medicine anymore. Um, and as I was building the case management business, I realized this isn't really what I want to do. And so then I went into health coaching because there are so many ways to prevent admission to assisted livings and long-term care. And that's wonderful. Only I'm not the best coach for that. It was like, <laughs> well, if you don't want to take the vitamins, if you don't want to do the exercise, if you don't want to do the things, then don't. But, in, you know, so it's like, this really isn't my focus too. And when quantum energy became very much in my field, I realized this is where I can bring woo-woo and science together. This is where they meet. Because the truth is, and I, I was always a naturalist, anything I could do naturally, I would choose rather than a medication in my whole career. And so um, when I started to understand energy, that became like the next tool in living naturally and in our greatest health and in making everything work in our life, because that's what we are. Our soul is energy. Our body is energy. The desk in front of me is energy. And it became very apparent to me also in traditional medicine that it was becoming business and not health related. And that didn't set well with me. And when I was a young nurse, we 
gave really good care and it became less and less possible. And so I became disillusioned with it and decided, you know, the truth is dysfunction, disease, doesn't matter whether it's relational, physical, mental, starts in our energy and it shows up last in our life, in our physical life. And it's the same with business. You know, we have so many things as entrepreneurs that we have to learn and we have to do to make a business go. But what we rarely learn is how our energy can block our success by our beliefs, because that's energy, by our words, by our thoughts. And so taking charge of life, business, health from the energetic level is really my passion because it's the truth of our power inside ourselves. We've given power away for way too long to the medical system, to the government, to the church, to our spouses. Um, The truth is, it's all about you. Yay! (laughs) We've been told through our life, you know, it's not just all about you. The truth is, is, it is all about you because nobody can do the work for yourself. You are the one who can do your energy work, which shifts how you travel in the world. So let's say you have a limiting belief about business that's really kind of subconscious. I call her, I call her the mean girl um, that is constantly back there going, I don't know who you think you are. You don't have enough uh, education to do this. You're not tall enough, pretty enough, smart enough, small enough, all that stuff. And you, you keep pushing through, but it's like walking through jello. And it's like, oh my gosh. Once you identify the limiting energy, the limiting belief that you have, and you release it, you have less resistance to success. And then energetically, you begin to attract more of what you want to be creating because energy goes out. So there's a law. Well, there's three laws. Well, there's probably many laws. (laughs) I work with three. One is energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be transformed. Two is energy goes out and it finds exactly the same kind of energy that you're putting out. And it brings back to you the world in that same vibration. So if you're struggling with anything, but, you know, business wise, we have so many limiting beliefs about business as as entrepreneurs at times. Um, and the world is real willing to just jump on those as are our friends who lovingly don't really want us to succeed sometimes because for many reasons, it kind of indicts them maybe in their lack of success. So they will work against us too very subtly. And so when you start feeling the vibration, the heaviness, the fear that sets in, and with entrepreneurs, it can be easily financial. And then, you know, how do I find followers? How do I do? I just don't know everything I need to do. No, you get very tight. Your energy gets very heavy. That's a vibration. It is a low vibration. Fear is the lowest vibration we can be in. Love is the highest vibration we can be in. And everything in between is different degrees of vibration. So working your own energy so that you feel better is very physically um, aware. (laughs) This is a terrible set of words, awareness making process, because you can feel the difference in your vibration when you start working to release the heavier 
energies. And this is like within 30 seconds, you can shift your vibration and feel. And that's really what I started doing this, what I call my silly, stupid tool for was because I never woke up gently. (laughs) I woke up in a panic and I would hit panic at some point during the day. But the anxiety that I journeyed with was manageable. I could breathe through it and keep going until I didn't have anxiety from a a brain supplement that I started. I didn't know I had low-level anxiety until it was gone. And then I realized I had done it. You know, I journeyed with it as long as I could remember, but I could breathe through it and keep going. So energetically, I shifted as well from that heavy, depressed kind of energy that I carried. And again, I would do my best to ignore, but it's like walking through jello. And so the fear of failure, and truly, we often have the fear of success because it changes our life. And that fear is very subtle and in the background because we have limiting beliefs about if we're successful, if we make a lot of money, well, we're going to lose our family and friends. It's going to change us. I mean, there's all these negative aspects, energy around money. So we've got this one part of us going, yes, I want to be a success in this business. I want to do it well. And we've got this other part going, yeah, but if you do, look what all is going to happen. And so it's a push me, pull you thing. When you attack it, approach it, journey with it from the energetic level, then you've got a whole new powerful way to walk through life, walk through your business, your relationships, your physical health, all from the energetic aspect. Something you were just saying about all the issues that come up when you start thinking about becoming successful. In Tony Robbins' world, he talks about humans need certainty, but they also need uncertainty or they're bored, right? So it's walking a fine line between the two so you still feel safe in what you're doing. You don't have the anxiety kicking in. You don't have the fear, the panic, however you were waking up in the morning, whatever in your past was triggering that response, right? How do we manage that? How do we control? That's not the right word. How do we direct our thoughts in a way that takes us to where we know we really need to be, where we want to be, where we see ourselves growing into? But that growing process can be a little bit um, scary at times. (laughs) And, you know, as a nurse, it's like the healing process. We would tell our patients, you know, you don't go from here to here and you're healed in this straight line. You go up and then you go back and you go up and you go back. And that's the same with business. Um, The power of intention is huge. And when I really started understanding that, and it came in with every single holistic modality that I learned, every single one of them at some point in the class went you know, the power of intention will carry you through. And it was every time it was like, I'm that powerful. We all are that powerful. And living in empowerment rather than in doubt and limitations is a choice. And that's another thing I choose. There's like three mantras I I use. One is I choose. I don't wish. I don't hope. I don't try. And I don't need, I choose what I am moving forward to. And I keep reminding myself of those two words. And another mantra or another three words that I love is up until now. 
because yes. past is the past and we'll fall into, you know, our words, our energy yes. and we're going ahead. They're going out and they're bringing us back the same kind of energy. So we start monitoring our words and when you say something, I will literally, I will say, ah, cancel, cancel. Up until now, mm-hmm. I journey because I am owning how I choose to move forward and letting go of what I have been doing, these limiting beliefs. Gay Hendricks wrote a book, and I would highly recommend it for um, all the entrepreneurs out there called The Big Leap. It's a wonderful book. I listen to it because that's, you know, I can do it on my way places. And um, so anyway, he talks about the upper limit problem. And that's how we will get to a certain point and we will stop ourselves. And it's those background energies, the beliefs. And, uh, you know, I'm a spiritual guide as well. It is all the same thing. Our energy is spirit. Our energy is physical. Our energy is emotional and mental. And I will constantly, I live in this kind of a a breath, which is I am open, I'm willing, I'm ready, guide me. Because when we get focused on our everyday life and, you know, we've got this mean girl in the background going, you can't do that. Who do you think you are? Any number of things. She's the meanest person you'll ever meet. And nobody, what I allow, tell me, I wouldn't stay in front of somebody that talked to me the way I talked to me back there. So that I'm open, willing, ready I, and then I go, make me aware of when I'm working against myself. And that's me allowing my, I call them, because I'm comfortable with it. God, the angels, guides, companions to tap me on the shoulder and go, ah, whoa, 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 stop. You don't want that. Or make me aware of the opportunities coming to expand in my business, in my personal life. So it's inviting whatever you call this up here, the greater, the, the central sun, the big kahuna, they don't care. I'm pretty sure it is that you call them. It is not because they need to be worshipped. It's like, are you kidding me? This this one who created everything needs me to get on my knees and go, I love you so much, God. No, it is for our benefit. It is the permission to have them come in and help us along the way because we're not pawns here. We, we, we have a free will. And so we're enacting all the possible energy on our behalf. And then I, my silly, stupid tool, and I challenge every one of you that hear this to do it for two minutes and then check in with how you feel. Do you feel lighter or do you not feel any different? I, I have yet to work with anybody that didn't feel different, but for two minutes, Remembering everything is energy. It does not matter what you do it to. I will have them. They come into my office. I, I read energy very, very well. And it's like, whoa, you're you're heavy today. Okay, I'm going to set my timer for two minutes. And for two minutes, I want you to first get to a place of love in your heart. Whatever you love, your animal, your spouse, your grandchildren, nature, whatever can you know, bring that loving feeling in. And then you shed pure love and joy for two minutes on everything you can think of or see or imagine. I shed pure love and joy on the wall. I shed pure love and joy on that lamp. I shed pure love and joy on my dog. I shed pure love and joy on my granddaughters. Again, you can look at it and shed pure love and joy on it because it's not so much. This is all about you. This is you managing your energy, your vibration. It's not what you're shedding it on is as important as that you're doing it. 
Because what you're doing is you're bringing the highest vibrational energy there is, love, into you consciously and you're sending it out to the universe. You're sending it to whatever you intend it, the power of your intention to go to. So I will use this too in situations in the world that give me sadness, pain, joy, concern, whatever, or people that, you know, I may be doing this with. I will shed pure love and joy on them because love transforms like no other. Every single person in the world wants it. So shedding pure love and joy will benefit where you send it. I will often do it to the world. Just see it as this blanket going around the world. Those who can receive it will. That's not your circus, not your monkeys. Again, this is all about you. You are working your vibration to a different level. So you spend two minutes doing that. I shed pure love and joy on the coffee cup. I shed pure love and joy on the the books in front of me. And then you check in. Well, how do I feel now? Much lighter because that unconditional love that you have chosen to send to the world, you're pulling through and pushing it out. It is taking that lower vibration energy as well. So you feel better. You feel lighter. And it, it it's a tool that is so simple, but so effective. And you are then impacting the situation that you have an issue with or the person. You Again, what they do with it isn't your business, but it can totally shift a contentious situation with someone if you practice it either several times a day before you go into it or, you know, daily for a certain amount of time. But it's all about you. It raises your vibration. Because remember, what's going out from you is energy looking for that same vibration to bring it back to you. And so you're going to be bringing higher vibe energy to you. Let me give you a word of warning, though. When you constantly live in a higher vibration than what you have, you will sometimes lose people around you. Because everyone's energy must shift in response to yours. They're either going to hang in there with you and go, whoa, what's happened to you? This is wonderful. I love this. Or they're going to go, yeah, I don't know what happened to you, but I can't do this. Which you want to bless the hell out of them when they leave with pure love and joy. Because you know that they no longer can offer you what you need. And you can no longer offer them what they need. So you can let them go in love knowing they're going to find someone that they can journey with and you're going to have space to bring someone in with a higher vibration to help you along your way. I want to say a few things about what you just said. Number one, yes, it raises your vibration. It also immediately changes your state of being, right? And it brings you into the present moment. So what you were focusing on, all the negative stuff, what happened before I got here, all the... Uh, What does this mean? What did that mean? All that stuff in the past, it's irrelevant right now because you're in the moment. You're in your body. You're becoming aware of your thoughts, your feelings, and the impact your actions can have. That's really cool. Um, Another thing you mentioned about people might get a weird feeling around you. That is so important to be aware of. Because we hang out with people who vibrate similarly to us. And when we change, they don't know what's going on, but they know something doesn't feel the same way as it did before. And so maybe it makes them uncomfortable. Or 
maybe you notice that it makes them uncomfortable. So you slide back into old behaviors so as not to rock the boat. So being aware of how people react differently to you when you begin to change is an important awareness, right? It is because um, I lost the thought. It, it was, <laughs> um, we do hang out. You know, you, when, you, when you talk about business, of course, we're in business to make money. And so you look at the majority of the people that you hang out with and they're probably in the same income bracket pretty much as you, or maybe a little less because, you know, because, And so when you start hanging out with people that are more successful in business, you start again. That was what I wanted to bring up was we cannot change the fact that we share energy with other people and our energy field or a field that gets a little woo woo. But when you get into the energetic aspect, you know, when we're when we're not feeling okay or we don't really want to talk to anybody, we will pull our field into about a foot or foot and a half around us. When we're expansive and want to get out and we're feeling great, our auric field can be as big as eight feet around us. And so our aura is impacting everybody. Our energy is affecting everybody. So you can't change that you share energy, but what you can change is the type of energy you're sharing. And so that upper limit problem that Gay Hendricks talks about begins to shift because then the next thing, you know, obvious, it's obvious because we hear a lot about affirmations, like, well, how do they work? Well, just affirmations aren't going to do it, but they are, you know, I, I teach, you know, let's do 30 seconds of shedding pure love and joy and then go into affirmations that I choose to create. But then you want to get your mind involved in that affirmation. And we've heard socialized, ridicule, whatever for daydreaming in school. And daydreaming is one of the most powerful tools of affirmation and creation. Everything that we have started in someone's mind as a thought. And so your thoughts are, again, going out. So if you're daydreaming about this situation, uh, let's say you have a an MLM that you're part of, and then you're trying to build um, one of these businesses. And you know, you've got all these limiting beliefs. Talk, you're talking to somebody that's done them for so many years, and that just really wasn't supposed to be my path. But I do remember the excruciating times of feeling worthless, but trying to go out and, and very poor and trying to go out and convince someone to wear makeup, which it's funny because I wouldn't ask for the sale because I already determined that they couldn't afford it. So I wasn't going to try. And yet I bought it. Because it's good stuff. But, you know, that's the controller in me, which in business, that's the one thing that's come up over and over that I need to let go of a little more and a little more is control. And my favorite sentence to God is I don't even know what that looks like, because the how really isn't our business. It is being open, willing and ready to be shown. And so being willing to shift your energy and and be made aware of what you say, what you do, and then consciously. And I'm also, I don't study this and I don't do these, but I pay attention to what's going on in the cosmos, particularly the moon cycles, because of that difference in energy in that. Tonight is the full moon. Uh, scratch that, it's the new moon. The new moon is extra energy for manifestation. So I will write out, you know, I'm working specifically on something right now. What I choose, 
for this situation to be like. And then I daydream it. It's like, oh my gosh, you get the feeling involved with the thought and you accept that there's added energy fueling this manifestation. It's like I use every tool I can uh, in my life to have greater success in every area. There's this, <clears throat> I don't remember the exact phrase, but it's something like you're not living the, uh, so many people are not, when you're not in the present moment, you're not living the experience. You're living your response or your belief about the experience that you're in. I tell people all the time, what you believe to be true is true for you. If you think this experience has negative connotations, you're going to focus on the negative. If you think, oh, that's a that might be a really cool idea, then your brain's going to open up to explore how that might benefit you, right? Words are so powerful, but we live inside our imagination. The, the moment is here, and then the moment is gone, and then we spent hours thinking about what that moment meant. Well, it meant something different to everybody who had experienced it. What does it mean to you? That goes back to your belief systems, right? Yeah, your programming. Exactly. Yeah, your thoughts, your words, your beliefs are creating what you have. So if you don't like what's in front of you in life, ask to be made aware. I'm open, willing, and ready. Guide me to understand how I am creating it. Because that background tape, that mean girl, she's subtle. And most of us aren't keyed in to what we're telling ourselves. But when you key into that, that's when you can start changing that tape. But it does take action. Again, you can't hope that it works. You can't wish that it works. It takes some focus and literally cancel, cancel. I choose to believe I am and it's positive present tense. The subconscious doesn't hear the, the will be or the not. It is now. I choose to believe that I am a successful business person in whatever it is. Be very specific because, and also beware because you will attract what you put out. So you want to be very specific. If you're looking for a mate, I'd like a, I'd like a tall guy that's really a nice guy. And this tall guy comes, it's a really nice guy, but he's a bum. You know, he's not, he's like, oh yeah, I guess I should have said, you know, maybe he was successful in business and blah, blah, blah. like you're creating it. So it's be very, very, it's very funny when, when I, not funny, but it's very interesting. When I talk to some of my clients, they don't know what they want. And then they've been told, don't be precise because then you're blocking out all the other goodness that would be coming your way. I'm like, well, if you don't even know what you want, how are you going to know when you get it? Right. Yeah. And and when you start, one of the one of the things that you were talking about, when you start thinking about sub, something, your subconscious believes that it's true, right? So if you think, I'm going to have a really tall guy, well, this really tall guy comes. And so, therefore, what, what does that do for you? How does that enhance your life, right? I want a really tall guy who really puts me first, who cares about me, right? That kind of stuff then yeah. that's what your subconscious will help you make decisions that lead you in that direction. As opposed to every tall guy out there is good enough, right? No, it's not. No, it's not. You're worth more than that. But our, our belief systems, our self-worth, that, that mean girl, you call it voice, would never even talk to a stranger in the terrible way that it talks to you, no. right? But we we are so much 
in our heads sometimes that we allow that conversation to just take us down this terrible rabbit hole that has no end when we could just stop it, change our state, get into a state of gratitude, love, whatever you want to, wherever you want to go with that. And bring you back into the present moment. And then you can say, okay, that was an interesting exploration, but I choose not to go there again. I choose this, right? Right. I choose choose to explore that. Yeah. And that's gratitude is huge because it also raises your vibration. You know, it's right above love. And if people can't get into the pure love and joy, fine, practice gratitude. That is the first thing when I wake up now, because I get to wake up slowly and lay there for a while and think about things, I will automatically go into everything I'm grateful for because I absolutely choose for that to be the way for my day to start and to celebrate all the little kind little things to be grateful for. And, you know, I've, I've uh, journeyed with depression in my life and, and lots more, but um, it can be very difficult at times to find the gratitude because life is so heavy for you. And I will just, you know, can you walk? Can you talk? Do you have water that comes out of your faucet? Get down to those very tiny things and truly feel, I I mean, you know, we are so blessed in this country that almost all of us, I couldn't give you a percentage, have running water into our house. And around the world, women walk hours to get clean drinking water every day for their family. It is something to be grateful for. There's an organization that, that I'm affiliated with called Charity Water, and they go into these out of the way places that have no access to water where the kids are drinking dirty water from the dirty river and having all kinds of physical issues from it. And they put in a well that taps into clean water. So if you're ever, anybody listening is looking for a good organization to support donation wise, um, totally tax deductible, whatever you want to give, I give monthly, you can do one time you can, you know, it may not be for you, but they create, clean water for these places that have no access to clean water and all of the money goes for just the creating the wells and that all the administration costs are paid by a totally separate fund rich people see rich can be good rich people pay all the administrative costs yeah (laughs) you actually opened a can of worms that i won't Deeply, but uh, we have such a socialized understanding of rich that we, I mean, it's like we want, we want to be successful, but, you know, people that get rich, they're bad. Well, you know, I can guarantee you there's a lot of rich people out there that are wonderful. And again, I, one of the, there's two other water things. One is called water bearers and they bring filters to these villages and they'll each filter will filter like a hundred gallons of water. And um, they're, again, a really great organization. And then this one isn't an organization, but I saw it. It's one of those, they do, there's a bamboo structure that is created that will get up to a gallon or two from the driest climate available and it, through condensation and bring it to, and it was like, again, clean water. And Herford International is another one that I support because it is that food. And water. Everybody should have that. And so, again, with your success, there's a something you want to dwell on. Oh, when I have that extra money, I'll go do this. Well, I, I challenge you now to start creating the extra money by giving $5 a month to 
I mean, how many lattes is that? Not even one anymore. Um, it's like, that is a step of creation that you are giving now because that is an energy. It's like, of course I can give to something. I may not be making much money, but I can give $5 a month to this And like you said, you know that that organization uses all the money for the well uh, digging, as does water bearers. And so it's just, again, back to, it does also keep your focus on everything that we are blessed with in this life. I can see, I can speak, I can walk, you know, as a nurse. It's like there are many people in the world who would love to be able to do those basic things. So when you're particularly heavy, That's one way to raise your vibration is just start counting and write them down because there are days when you may not be able to even think of them. Like you go get that piece of paper and then. Well, so that's, that's a task. (laughs) I sometimes give homework to my clients, right? I mean, they come to me for energy work and clearing, but sometimes they have to take play a, a role in their change. They have to decide, they have to take steps. And sometimes it comes down to the basics of, Every day, I want you to write down three things that you're grateful for. And if you can't figure out what they are, look outside and see if the wind is blowing in the tree. And maybe that could be what you're grateful for is that you get to watch the wind blow the tree. And if you have to write the same thing for two or three days in a row, that's okay. We need you focused on something that you can be grateful for. Even if if it's, I woke up today and I didn't have that pain on the side of my head. That can be a really big deal if you focus on it and understand that 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 allows you to look at something differently. Because when you whatever you pay attention to changes just because you paid attention to it. Some people say whatever anything that's measured improves. I don't totally believe that because sometimes you can watch it go down. If you do nothing to change it, you can it doesn't necessarily improve. Right. But it does as you pay attention and decide, choose in your word, um, things do change. Your yeah. your decision making process changes. I I focus on three big things. First off, becoming aware. Awareness is huge, and then decide what you're going to focus on, and then take action steps that actually and decisions that actually move you in that direction. Right. But you have to be aware of what's around you, where you are and where you want to be and what that gap is between the two. Yeah, And then there's going to be obstacles that come up and we'll give you tips and techniques and tools and support to get around or through or over those obstacles. Maybe those obstacles are there because you need to learn something from that. Maybe that will help you actually on your journey towards where you ultimately really want to go. But you need that skill set in order to make the next step possible, right? Yeah. It's, it's all a learning a learning journey. Well, that's what life is. And my perspective and what I've been given to understand is that the things, and generally it's the difficult because we're paying attention at that point, came to us in our energy. So we brought it to ourselves. And I choose to look at that and go, okay, what did I bring this for? How can I learn from this and grow with it? And really, I go there immediately now because I don't like to feel crappy. I want to get out of that and back to having fun and having a a fun adventure. But I know that until I gain from that why I brought it, 
again, it, it's always a choice that I'm making. It is all about me. And it is the energy exchange that's happening constantly. I'm open, willing, and ready. Guide me to the awareness I need, like that continual awareness of how mean I'm being back here or what she's trying to say, because that I am going to reprogram that. And literally, I will hear me go, ah, cancel, cancel. And then I will rephrase what I just said. Um, I tell my clients, please don't tell me you're going to try anything because you can't. And then I'll, I'll hear myself, well, why don't you try this? Whoa, whoa, cancel, cancel. Yeah, one, of the, one of the things you just mentioned was personal power. Don't give away your power. For me, I'm all about taking back your personal power. Even on my website, it's, it's called one of the logos on there is personal power. Take back your personal power. We give it away to anybody and everybody for any reason under the sun. It's your choice. I, I used to, <laughs> I had 36 years in a job. Um, and I would tell my employees, I'm like, every day you make a choice to come to work. You make a choice to stay here. If this is where you want to work, if this is where you feel you can make a difference, that's great. If you get to the point where you think, okay, I, I want something different now. That's great too. Just take action on it. Right. But understand, I'm not forcing you to come to work. Nobody is. You're not the military. You're not, you know, they're, they have to come to work. They sign a, a contract and they will, you know, there's so many other issues there. But their choice, at, at their choice to sign the document, right? And to sign up for four years or two years or whatever stint they signed up for. But as an employee of any employer, the employee always has the choice. Is this the best fit for me? Am I learning? Am I growing? Am I providing benefit? If you can't find a reason to stay, then your energy in that position is probably not optimal. So you're not doing your best for the company or for you. So maybe there's something else out there that you need to think about exploring. And then make another decision. Is it something I want to go to? Or am I really better staying here for a while until something else happens or I find something different, but now I'm more aware of what it is that I want. Right. Yeah. But anytime the whole backbiting and complaining starts, no, it's your choice to be here. We don't, this is not the complaining space. I don't pay you to come here and complain. I pay you to provide value right to the mission. If you don't don't want to provide value, that's your choice. I'm perfectly happy either way. But if once you come in the door, this is, you know, you're being paid to do a certain job that we need performed and to provide value to the organization. And if you don't feel you fit that role, find somewhere where you feel valued, where you feel you fit. Don't spend your life where you don't feel like you fit. Yeah. And it's the same with the entrepreneur who may be, you know, MLMs are plentiful. And so they're an easy way to get into business. But if you're not passionate about what you're trying to sell, I'd advise you to give it up and find something you are because it will be excruciating. But you own everything you gain from that and learn from that. Um, I did seven years the first time with a company. And then I went to nursing school. And that first week, it was like, oh, my God, this is where I'm supposed to be. This just fits me perfectly. And that other was just me, this round peg trying to go in that square hole. But I learned a lot from it. It just wasn't much fun. (laughs) Well, and sometimes it takes us seven years to decide, okay, I've 
I've taken everything that I need from this experience and it's time to move on. And that's the ownership. You know, even before I, I understood energy, I came in with, oh, maybe hyper responsibility, but the two things I wanted my daughters to know, and I, because I felt like, and I still feel like it's one of the biggest problems our country has is a lack of personal responsibility, but you are responsible for what you do. Nobody makes you do anything. And the second was you can do and accomplish anything you want if you're willing to pay the price, whether that's education, time in the job, money, whatever. Um, and that's what entrepreneurship really is about is personal responsibility to yourself. And again, you have the right to enjoy life. It can be fun. It gets to be fun if you choose it to be. And if you're selling or trying to sell something that you aren't passionate about, then stop. And there are just lots of opportunities to go into business for what you are passionate about. Because I believe truly what your passion is, is your purpose. And that's what you find passion in, even if it's crocheting. You know, if you find passion in it, do it because, and you need money from that, it will work itself out. You may be one of those people that create these patterns that other people buy, because I'm not sure you can do enough crocheting with your hands to ever get truly financially free, because that's a lot of crocheting. But you know, that kind of thing where you create something that someone else can use. So don't limit yourself. Be open, willing, and ready to receive the insights of how you might be doing that. What are you believing? What are you entertaining? And then focus on what it is you choose. Feel better about you by just focusing on where you are in your mind, in your future, but positive present tense now, because the subconscious doesn't hear the future or the past. It hears now. Something you, Every time you say something, my brain goes in a different de- direction. You were talking about crocheting and possibilities. I used to crochet all the time. But when you get so many Afghans in your house, at some point you have to say enough already, right? And yes. so I was, uh, I was just on a, I'll go ahead and say it. I was on a cruise in Australia a few months ago. And there, were, there was a knitter's club there. And people were knitting and crocheting and it, they would meet so many times a week in one of the, the lounges. And I'm, I was having a conversation with one of the people. I'm like, you know, I used to love to do that, but at some point you just have to stop. And she says, oh, you can always make little beanies for preemies, for people in the hospital. There are all kinds of ways that you can actually create things and donate them to organizations, which I never had thought of. Oh, Yeah. So it's a possibility, right? And I could go back to doing something I enjoy. Yeah. You know, a couple of younger, well, younger in that they're my oldest daughter's age. uh, She just lost her mother, who was one of my dear friends in January. And it's been a very, very difficult journey for her. And she's finally come out to this side where she's standing in her power. And uh, I offer a class at Community Ed twice a semester. And we were talking. I just had the best luck the other day. I won tickets to a concert. And then the next day, at the, throwing sticks for my dog, I found $1.27. Now, I celebrate the little, too. I mean, it's like, yay. Um, but back to the girls. Uh, they said, well, w- we really wanted to come to that because one of them is an incredible empath. And, I mean, she needs to be, she needs to be using those skills. The one who lost her mom. Um, but, um, you know, when her mom was here, there was no way she and I could be doing what we're doing together. And her mother absolutely asked me to do this, but 
they're taking a crocheting class together. And the first one is the first class that I'm taking. And their last class day is the la- the second class I'm teaching. And so, um, and then I said, you know, I crochet. Said maybe we could just start getting together once or twice a month. We'll choose a pattern to do together. And we'll, and it was just like that one small connection because we're going to talk about spiritual stuff because that's where she needs to grow. And the other little gal is just a sweetheart too, who adores this young woman that has had such a struggle and building our tribe is another thing, building a group connection, entrepreneurs join. I had a difficult time because of my self belief system networking because, you know, they've been in business seven years. I was six months. I should be that successful. Now you're just such a piece of garbage, Victoria. And I wouldn't go. I mean, my self-esteem was so difficult. And so when the energy work started, now I got to tell you, the 13-year-old girl, I call her, that's who's back here, will show up. But when you look at those times for, okay, what is here for me to learn from this? You know, this is she, here she is again on high, and I'm feeling like a piece of garbage. What What is this energy that needs to go now? Rather than going, oh, my God, here it is again. You'd think I would outgrown this by now. I thought I worked all this out. By the way, any work you do, whether it's psych work, energy work, what you release is going to come up again because it went in in layers. If everything in one aspect of what you're working on left you all at once, you would not know who you were. You would be so out of kilter. And so... It's going to come up over and over, but when you stand in your power and you go, all right, what is here for me to learn? What do I need to see that is not true in this, but that I'm still believing because it's still there and that you're in your power, you get through it quicker and you get to have more fun faster. So you just brought up another point. If I'm an entrepreneur, what might some of the barriers be that I'm not even aware of that are really holding me back. What, what's something (laughs) I was going to say, what's something I might think of that I could tell by your face, there's millions of things. So give me an example or two. um, I'm not enough is one of the biggest energies present in the U S anyway. I'm not enough. I'm a piece of garbage. I don't have what it takes. I don't have the special sauce because, again, we have such a socialization. It's like, okay, I want to go into business and make some money, but money is really bad and people with money are really bad and the energy of money, it's like, it's what you create it to be. You can create money to be this friend, this beautiful energy, because that is all it is and start focusing on everything good about money, like um, like leaving money all around your house because you can. Um and and the next one is um, I don't have what it takes. I don't have enough education. I don't have enough time. I don't have, you know, all these don't haves are absolutely things that can be remedied for one. And again, if you are pulled and what you're working towards in your business is your passion, you have everything you need or what comes up to you again, they tap you on the shoulder and go, look at that class. Um, it was a really fun example. Last spring, I taught a community ed class and I took a flyer because I was taking a group of women to Guatemala on a retreat in June. So I took the flyer and this one gal, she said, I, knew, I saw that class and I just went, 
I have to take this class. And it's called Exploring Your Spiritual Energetic Power. And then um, she said, then I saw that flyer and went, I have to go. The transformation that happened with this woman, I, I always sit back in these retreats, doesn't matter where they are, and go, wow, God, you're amazing. Sure, what happens is amazing. But what this woman did was a complete transformation. So she was willing to go somewhere to do something. She got the hit for the class, and then she walked in, and she said, my guide just went, that is your next mentor and then we did that and she has shifted so incredibly and this woman came from just some really rough rough stuff as a child and so limitations back to limitations um i don't have enough money to get this business up and going like okay well what would it be like if you did have enough money how would that feel to get that money? And you start with the dollar twenty-seven you found by the river, and you celebrate the hell out of it. You, yes, yes, yes. And the tickets. Now I want tickets to this Counting Crows concert, which I would love to go to. I can't go. I've got my four-year-old granddaughter starting that morning, and so I offered them, but I get to give them to someone else, so that's going to feel good. And I won them. I mean, that's an energy. It's like yes, and. It seemed little, all of these things, but when you um, enjoy and celebrate the little, that leaves you open because these limiting beliefs about ourselves and our circumstances, I have this husband that just works against me, so I can't really do this business so well. You know, I mean, there's just so many, many things we tell ourselves, but it really, I think, boils down most often to self-worth or lack thereof. And I have a theory. In fact, I've got a book probably, not probably, ready that just all needs to be put together. But one of the things that occurred to me when I really started doing energy work and understanding energy was the energy that comes in with the unwanted pregnancy. Because in the womb, the energy running through the mother and the child. And I I was one. And I my mother was a very loving woman. She was not well, but she was very loving. And, but the first thing when I was discovered energetically, there was something wrong with me because that one person, I, I wasn't wanted at the very beginning of my life. So then it, you know, it boiled down for me becoming the best chameleon ever, whatever you need me to be, I can be it because I'm not worth even living. But if I can find my worth in other people by being whatever they need me to be, then I can, I can live and of service, you know, again, a nurse, the servant, the sacrifice, everybody, and I'm no victim. I'm no martyr, but everybody else's needs came before mine because that's what I agreed to. It was like, I'll come in. I'll, I'll, I won't be any trouble. And so there are so many of us that were unwanted pregnancies. Many don't know. And you, you think about, oh, there's the other aspect of our energy we don't just bring in muscle, bone, hair color, body size in our DNA because we're energy. We have brought in ancestral stuff and trauma and various and wonderfulness too. <laughs> but rarely do we have to work through the wonderfulness. It's all the BS that we've brought in. And so, you know, I, I empower my clients by teaching them to, to converse to message their higher self through the musculature of their body, through muscle testing. Because to me, 
I can be a skeptic. It's like, yeah, he said that energy was present, but I don't know that energy is present. But when they muscle test for present energies and they get the answer from themselves, that's their power. We can then pull it, but it's them living in their power and beginning to trust themselves. And that's a big, powerful shift in business when you start trusting yourself, even though sometimes we will falter and make mistakes. But when you own it and go, okay, what did I get to learn from this? This is not comfortable. And (laughs) I remember screaming on my way home at one point. I live 30 miles from Boise, and so I commute. And I'd been a networking thing, and I'd been offering this woman. Now, in the very beginning business that I had, case management, I'd been giving her free help for her mom, you know, how to handle things, la, 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 la. We go to this networking and she's, how you doing? I said, good. She goes, yeah, we hired a case manager for my mom. And I mean, it was just like, boom. I was, and I was so grateful. It was the end of the meeting. So many people that so many people are so afraid to charge for what they do. They, they want to give and give and give, and they don't really want to get to the money conversation. Right. I just, I, my car and I screamed at God. I've been trying to do everything you said that I mean, and people I've had a few people who are very, you know, more religiously based going what I'm pretty sure they can handle it. (laughs) They created me. And it's like I needed to say that because the truth was, is I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And that was, you know, just a little bit of the turning me to something else. And um, the afraid to charge when you have the spiritual gifts the you know, people go, you shouldn't charge for those. Well, let me tell you what. Being a good nurse is a gift. It it doesn't just happen. And it's okay that I get paid for that. But people have an issue with me getting paid for doing my energy work and being a spiritual guide. You know, and again, their thought is not worth my my energy. Because the truth is, unless there's an exchange of, and I, I do a sliding scale with people I know that don't have, because it's like, it just needs to be an energetic exchange so that they get everything they need. And I get compensated for my time, because my time is the only thing you cannot give back to me. So if you are not valuing someone's time by offering them an exchange, I do trades too. And here's the truth. The trades very rarely offer me anything I need, Um, but it's what they have and they're willing to give that. And I'm willing to accept it because then our energy will be here instead of here. So don't let anybody tell you, especially if you're in a spiritually based business, that you shouldn't be charging that much. You charge what you're. It's also. Well, you you put your limiting beliefs onto somebody else. Well, they probably can't afford me, right? So I have to only charge a little bit because I live in a small town and that's all they can afford. But you have a countrywide business. Yeah, but it wouldn't be right to charge somebody in this state different than I charge somebody in that state. And I'm like, really? Happens all the time, you know? It's called market, right? What is your market? What is your target market? And, And if you don't, make the price enough of a stretch for them, what value are they going to find in it? Yeah. And the other thing that entrepreneurs routinely won't do is self-care. And your diet matters. Mm -hmm. 
integrative wellness, I will talk about eating patterns. I don't tell you what you need to eat. Well, kind of. I mean, it's like these are the things you want to include. And physically, this is why. Because we, we have to take care of ourselves. Enough rest, the right foods, regular movement of some kind. That's also an act of love, which keeps us healthier in our business. So I could go on about wellness practitioner. I totally forgot to mention that, that you do that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny when I introduce myself, when I do readings, I do readings three mornings a week on Facebook, Oracle, Tarot, because I love to, and they're very, very guided and instructed. But I said, hello, I'm Victoria Savage, nurse Savage on your side, your wisdom guided Oracle is the moniker because I've had the gift of wisdom since I came into this lifetime. And I, you know, had that big dose of common sense and it was really wisdom from the moment i could remember it was like why don't you understand that you do not hit your brakes on a bicycle when you're on sand on a road you know when i'm seven years old it's like don't hit your brakes there she went now she's <laughs> all over but yeah that's it is a guided and being in your path it's like it's like gears fitting together you know it's like, this is what I meant to do. That doesn't mean you won't hit the obstacles because you will, because a lot of them are coming from you, but it's being willing to dissolve them, to go through them, to deal with them and go, oh, this is what I get to learn from that. Then you're in your power. So we need to wrap up. We're running out of time here. Do you have any final words you'd like to throw out for our listeners? Words yes. of wisdom, since you mentioned that you are a wisdom person. Wisdom is it. Um I love this because I, you might have guessed, I, I restrained myself. I'm not a terrible potty mouth, but I, I am, I could be a sailor. Um, you are powerful AF and powerful beyond your belief. And it is all with inside you. You just need to learn how to access it. And once you access the understanding of how to manage your power, your energy, in your life, you're unstoppable. And that is probably my favorite song right now by Sia is unstoppable. It is such an empowered energy in that song, but the words, you know, I'm a Porsche with no brakes. I'm unstoppable. Um, I'm so confident. I'm like, yes, that is you. And the other song I really love is rise up because as an entrepreneur, you will have to rise up and you will have to rise up over and over. It's just part of the game when you're making your own money and not depending on someone else and giving your power away to someone else. Thank you very much. I've really enjoyed our time here together. For my listeners, this is Jean Border, your host of the Focus Practical Dreamers Journey. For more information about Victoria and her business, go to Solar Power, S-O-U-L. Yeah, S-O-U-L-E. Go ahead. I, I don't want to say it wrong. Solar Power, right? S-O-U-L-E-R Power dot net. Dot net. And Thank the, link you. Is, the link is below. So if I messed it up, just go to the link below. Thank you so much. Oh, and Jean, real quickly, if I could mention September 25th, I don't know when this will air, but it will be available after that. I'm hosting a summit. And Jean actually is one of my guests. It's called... <laughs> healing for survivors. Survivors are warriors. Warriors are survivors. So all of you out there can gain, I've got 13 amazing people offering solar healing, healing from your soul, your energy from many different aspects, the brain aspect, the physical aspect, the woo-woo aspect, all of it. 
So energy healing for survivors, techniques to move from wounded to winning. You will not be sorry. And it's free. Thank you for that. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And I'll see you again next time. Thanks, Jean. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Focused Practical Dreamers Journey, where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Remember to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey.